0: If you're an ambitious business owner, ready to think big, rewrite your own rules, and take action to skyrocket your business know-how, your profit, your cash flow, and most importantly, your free time, then this is the podcast for you. You're listening to the Simply Smarter Numbers podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Waterson. I'm a business profit coach, helping business owners just like you make more profit and take back their time. So hit subscribe now and let's dive in. Over 12 months ago now, I posted a random question about my business in a Facebook group that has over 300,000 members. And today's guest, Rachel Lubchansky, answered my question. We got chatting in the group and within a week, we were on a Zoom call together talking like friends from way back about our businesses. Now, Rachel and I found ourselves at a similar stage in our businesses and we both decided that we each needed a little bit more accountability just to get stuff done. So we agreed to meet online every week to keep each other moving along and keep each other accountable. Now, all of that sounds easy enough, except that Rachel is from Denver, Colorado, and I'm near Melbourne, Australia. So despite a 16-hour difference, we met weekly, we gave each other advice, we held each other accountable, and we got stuff done. Now, I should say that I wasn't paying Rachel, Rachel wasn't paying me. We were just two business owners trying to grow our businesses and looking for someone to bounce ideas off. And I'm happy to call today's guest a friend of mine, even though we've not yet met in person. Welcome, Rachel.
1: Thank you so much, Jen. I love the story of how we met. <laughs> it, it was. It's actually really
0: interesting. I love the story of how we met as well. So, and perhaps actually at some point during the conversation, we might even um, go into that a little bit further around the conversation of accountability and accountability partners. But we'll see if we get to that, hey?
1: Sure. Sounds
0: good. Tell us about yourself, Rachel. Tell us about your business, um, your family. Tell us about what life's like over in Denver, Colorado at the moment.
1: Sure. Well, I love the community out in Colorado. I moved there in 2016 and was looking to start another business, having started my first business in 2004 in my mid 20s. And at the time, I was you know, embarking on this new journey of figuring out everything related to how to run a business. And so once I did that, ran that first business for five years and fast forward to 2016 and thinking about what I wanted to do, I turned all of that experience and knowledge into processes and programs that could empower other people with everything that they needed to launch their own business. So that's when I launched Real Impact, which is a business coaching program where I walk people through step-by-step processes and give them the tools, support, accountability, and access to community that they need to be successful in launching their own businesses. So that's a piece of what I do now. Is I run different coaching programs and courses and then I've also built an entrepreneurial community that was originally based in Denver and now we've taken it nationwide with you as our first international member. <laughs> so it's
0: been That's very exciting. Yes. And it's a great community that you've got there. I'd love for you to tell the people, tell everybody that's listening a little bit more about it.
1: Sure. Well so I learned in that first business that entrepreneurship was not a journey that was meant to be taken alone. And that the most successful people really surround themselves by what I call a community of support, those trusted partners and friends and the people that will help lift them up, give them the thought partnership that they need, the space to work through challenges and the the, uh, arena to celebrate in when things are going well. And so that was really the premise behind Sheer Impact was to create this community, this sisterhood that would support all these women who are starting businesses, because that's really the key to them being able to build something that's going to be joyful for them. As you and I both know, starting a business, and I've heard you talk about this on your podcast before, but starting a business can be a bit of a roller coaster. And there's that feeling, I think, specifically in solopreneur spaces or small business arena that we're alone. And so the Sheer Impact community really envelops people and gives them that, that circle of support that they need to feel like they've got a whole community of women cheering them on this journey.
0: Yeah. And it is so valuable. And I think sometimes we can get a little bit stuck in our own little world, in our own little space, and we can forget how much we need help and advice and just people around us to help lift us up and keep us interested in the things that we're doing. We can feel quite lonely out there in business world, can't we?
1: Absolutely. And I didn't mention, you know, when you asked me to introduce myself, gosh, we wear so many different hats as women, but I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a community volunteer. My kiddos are 11 year old triplets at the, at the moment. So we've got two girls and a boy. And so, you know, as women in wearing all of these different hats, it's also just so great to have that space to not just talk about these professional topics and the things that are affecting our businesses, but also have that space to talk about all things um, in life. And so so that's something that we we focus on as well.
0: And before we get into talking about your community, I want to just touch on the fact that you have brought all of this together between the business coaching business that you're running the community that you're building um, as an aside to help other people grow their businesses, you're a mother of triplets, that's tough work. So what I want to do is chat with you today about the two or three different things that you can really attribute your success to. Now, I know that there are so many things that we can attribute our success to, but let's try and focusing on a couple of those things. And I guess one of the things that we wanted to talk with you about today was actually creating that brand and creating that
1: community. Absolutely. So again, going back to 2004 when I started that first business and I got a, an email from somebody who said that they saw one of, I was in the uh, fashion business and I had created these branded tote bags and somebody sent an email saying that they saw the tote bag from my business in another country and I thought wow wow that's the power of branding right there so when I started creating real impact and then added in sheer impact I knew already the power of branding and the the, the ripple effect of really investing in creating a succinct well constructed brand from the outset so you know a lot of times people think of branding as just the logo or the colors involved with their with their business But really, branding—that's
0: actually so true, Rachel. There are so many people that you know. The first thing they think about with branding is get the logo, get the logo. And I have spoken to so many branding experts, branding professionals, and that's their big frustration is that's where people go. But there's so much more to it.
1: Absolutely. And in my business, when I'm helping women launch their businesses, I encourage them to not just call that graphic designer and ask for a logo, instead to think about the strategy behind their brand. Think about what the message is that they want to convey, what the brand voice is going to be, what the tone is, you know, what do they stand for? All of these elements are the pieces that make up your total brand experience, that people feel and experience when they come in contact with your brand. And so it's really important to put some intentionality behind it. And that's what I did with Real Impact and Sheer Impact. So I started with the strategy and then created the visuals to accompany that so that when people started experiencing the brand and seeing it all over the place, whether that's on social media or through event marketing, that they start to recognize sheer impact for what it is and real impact for what it is.
0: So sheer impact is the community that you have, that you gather women together and has it typically Rach, just been just? I shouldn't say just, but has it typically been a one one an annual conference? Is that what it's typically been in the past? And now you've created more from that, or well, it has it always as, been?
1: Yeah, it started as that conference, that first conference in 2018, when I just sort of put out a message to the Denver and surrounding area uh, women entrepreneur communities, like, hey, let's get together and see what happens. When we collaborate under one roof, when we connect business owner to business owner and really come together in support of one another and learning together. And so 150 women showed up to that first event and they asked for more. So from that, we started putting on some smaller scale events throughout the year. And then recently in this past April at our third annual conference launched our community membership. So now we're building a membership community Of women that really span the spectrum um, geographically, but are primarily in service-based businesses who are looking for that connection and also looking for the growth opportunity. So kind of along the lines of what you do, Jen, those very practical, actionable strategies and tools that they can learn to continue leveling up in their business. So, yeah, I mean, we're we're doing everything from events to education to community building and just loving on one another over at Sure Impact.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's such a great place to be. And to think that you can create something like that and have 150 people turn up, At your first event, that just says that there is a need for that out there in the community. And then from there, you can, you've branded, had you branded Sheer Impact before you had your first conference or did it all sort of come from that very first event?
1: I did. I believe that if you're going to embark on anything, whether it's an event to support a nonprofit or an event for your business, or you're launching a new business, I mean, putting in the effort to think about what it is that you're trying to convey will just magnify the results of what it is you're going out to do. So I think that that speaks for itself. You know, we I had invested in the um, in the branding experience and the logo process, and really working with somebody who is a top notch designer who understood what sheer impact was going to stand for. And then through that, we created the visuals that really spoke for themselves. And that's what brought people into that first conference. So we had five, I would say about three to four months of some pretty heavy uh, social media marketing where we were just putting the brand out there. And, um, And that's really what attracted people to it.
0: Yeah, and the numbers just grew from there. So do you... do you cap it at 150 for your in-person events going forward or is that growing or I guess this year I know you went online for other reasons we've a lot of us have gone online this year but do you find that it's growing
1: well you know we're bringing in we did have 150 people at that second conference as well and there were there was a significant number of repeat attendees and then a lot of newbies as well, which was beautiful. Um, you know, I don't know if we're going to go back to the big conference in person model or if we're going to maintain this virtual event space. Um, with COVID sort of being a wild card at the moment, I don't have plans for moving forward, but we've definitely changed our strategy in terms of who we're connecting with and how we're connecting with them. Like I said, going virtual has really given us the opportunity to be of service to women who are not part of communities that have the same ecosystem of support that we women entrepreneurs have in the Denver area. And so we've started attracting women who are in smaller towns, Or maybe those mid-sized cities where they haven't tapped into the right community for themselves or found the right resources where they felt safe and, um, excited to learn with the women who were in the room. And so, um, you know, I kind of feel like the sky's the limit now. We're not really bound by, bound by that anymore.
0: Yeah and it's amazing isn't it how yes the world has changed and yes covid has come and changed a lot of things for a lot of people but it, isn't it amazing what it's done with some businesses in that it, it just has forced that pivot it has forced that change and we've we've you know had really had no choice but to take it all on board and make the absolute most of it so it'll be interesting to see what how many businesses keep doing what they are doing at the moment
1: Absolutely. And I think, while, while I agree and understand that a lot of people have been negatively affected by the effects of COVID, you know, it really is an opportunity. And on the topic of branding, it's an opportunity for businesses to look inward and take the time to reassess their brand strategy, look at maybe where they haven't fully developed it, and think about what changes that they can make now, while they maybe have some extra time in their business to do that.
0: Yeah, great. So we're talking about you bringing together a lot of people in an event space or the online space, bringing them together so they can grow their community, grow their businesses and help each other out. But you're also running your Business coaching in the background, you're also a mom of triplets. That takes a lot of work, a lot of organization. And we discussed before we jumped online a lot of processes and systems. So maybe that's a good time for us to start talking a little bit about how those processes and systems are helping you to do all the things that you're
1: doing. Absolutely. Well, if I can just say Trello, one word. <laughs> Trello oh, is like, you're a Trello my, lover. I'm a Trello gal. And you know, the truth is, I can um, be out there and tout Trello as much as I want. But really, any project management or productivity app is so essential to managing all the things. So, you know, starting with your goals in your business, and, and then breaking them down. So looking at the big annual goals, and then breaking them down into quarterly goals, and then monthly goals, or maybe you have your top three for each quarter, but whatever they are, you can use that project management tool to break everything out in a way that creates those bite-sized actionable steps so that you can be moving forward towards the things that you're hoping to achieve while counting those successes, measuring your progress and seeing that you are indeed moving forward and um, getting closer. So I can't say enough about having a project management tool Um, The other thing that I've done is I document all my processes and systems. So as I've been able to bring on copywriter over the years and a virtual assistant, you know, having in place the processes for the various tasks that I, that I was doing initially has been really helpful in seamlessly aligning that person with my brand so that they have the language that we use. They know how we post on social media, the kinds of images that we create, how we create content and develop those ideas and so forth, um, all the way to client onboarding processes. So Just anything that you can document that then can become that repeatable task that you don't have to think about, that you can automate, becomes so essential in being able to grow and scale your business.
0: Such an important point, Rachel. I actually yesterday, so at the moment, it's late June when we are recording this. And yesterday I sat and recorded a podcast. And one of the most important things that I was talking about was exactly that. The fact that we need to force ourselves to sit down and create systems and processes. And as boring as they may be to think about, to talk about, and even to do, they are an absolute lifesaver, aren't they?
1: They really are. They really are. Mm. I mean, even from, uh, I have like blog checklists. I mean, the number of action steps that need to be taken to get a blog from idea to to published is like 35 or something. And so to have all of that just in a template that can be replicable each time a blog is created, just makes that process so much easier so that I can focus on the writing, the developing of the content, and then pass off some of the other pieces to my virtual assistant.
0: And another great tool there when it comes to passing off the uh, systems and processes or creating the systems and processes, and I'm finding it right now with my podcast. So I am actually sitting down or I've got my VA sitting down and mapping out step by step by step all of the different processes that we go through in order to from idea to who we're going to talk to on the podcast, to what it is that we're going to talk about, right through to the social media side of it where we're, we blast it out into the world. So, and there's a lot of steps in that. We haven't finished the process yet. We're working on it now, but I could say there could be. I don't know they could end up being 40 different steps mm-hmm. but the point is that by putting that together both her and I will both end up on the same page everything is streamlined I'll know where what she's doing she'll know where I'm at and if she ever leaves me someday and I have to find somebody else then I can just hand that over and it's it makes the whole um, transition so much more seamless doesn't it?
1: Absolutely. And I mean, I know you talk a lot about profits, Jen. So if you want to talk about um, the the time aspect of training somebody new, well, you really reduce the number of hours and the, the amount of time that you need to spend training somebody when you have all of these systems already documented. Much easier yeah, to pass yeah. something off and say, hey, take a look at this, review it. And then we're going to go over it and then they can refer back to it. Right. So once Absolutely. you have all those created, it just becomes easier for every, and this really can relate to every aspect of your business. Now, when I work with clients, they get overwhelmed. Well, where do I start in creating those systems? So I always recommend that they just start with the, the processes that they notice they're doing over and over. So if it's social media posting Um, If you have a Facebook group, right, creating, creating all the content, the process for that and how it gets from sort of your ideas to published Um, blogs, client onboarding, client invoicing. um, What else? You know, so there are there are just some of those low hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. But just look at the low-hanging fruit, the things that you're doing every single day, and just start by documenting those things. And then maybe putting on your list each week to add one more system to your list so that you can create that entire handbook.
0: Absolutely. And if that feels overwhelming, one a week, then I'll, I'll say go one a month. You know, at sure. the end of in 12 months time, you've got 12 systems sitting there ready to help you that are you know, fully fleshed out and ready to hand over to anybody that comes your way. So, I guess, and another thing that works really well with, I don't know if you've used it before, Rachel, have you used Loom? So Loom is a great screen recorder. It's free and it's a screen recorder. So if you're actually doing something, you know how sometimes it's just easier to show somebody on screen. So I've been using that a little bit lately and just working through, we click here and we do this and this is how that works. And then I want you to do this. We do that on loom and it's just a quick easy video and i can email that video to my va and then she knows what she's doing and she can step out the map out the processes for me so i'm finding that to be a really effective way of mapping out um, systems and processes as well
1: absolutely i don't i haven't used loom but several of my uh, the freelancers with whom I've worked use Loom. And so I've been on the receiving side of many Loom videos. And what I love about the Loom platform is that, you know, if you are a mom or if you have a full-time job and you're running your business on the side, you can create those Loom tutorials Any time, right? So you don't have to schedule time. If you're looking to pass off a project, you don't have to schedule time at two in the morning. But if you happen to be awake and you want to record something, then you can share that with the person without having a full on meeting. So yeah, that's a really great tool.
0: Yeah, so Loom is a great tool. Trello is a great tool. I haven't actually, I I know that you use Trello and perhaps I need to sit through one of your little quick tutorials and just show me how it works exactly. I I think we may have uh, discussed it a while ago. But I ended up going with Asana, which I do love, but I'm really intrigued as to what the differences are between Trello and Asana. So project management is essential. I've been using Asana for my client uh, meetings. So any of the uh, profit coaching that I've been doing with my clients, we're setting up the whole system in Asana and communicating that way so Mm -hmm. that's been a real lifesaver for us it sort of saves all of the um, emails going back and forwards and getting lost and all of that sort of thing all of the conversations are sitting in one place so I'm finding that really great with Asana so it'd be really yeah I'm really intrigued to check out Trello as well and see what else that can offer.
1: Sure. And, you know, both Asana and Trello and there are others as well. Dubsado is an even more robust system. Um, These are all great platforms. And I always tell people, you know, you're going to listen to podcasts, you're going to watch YouTube tutorials, learn what you can and then make a decision and go with it right? Yeah. Because I know so many people who are in the Trello camp. I know a lot of people who are in the sauna camp. It doesn't matter what camp you are, you want to find the system that's going to work for you. And so you can listen to experts as much as you want, but ultimately you need to create the kinds of systems that you're going to be able to maintain. And so that's really key when you're crafting these crafting these systems and also picking the tools that you're going to use. And then, of course, whenever outside of systems or, I guess, going deeper within systems is automations and anything that you can automate from scheduling appointments. I don't know if you do that with um, with your one on one clients, but I Mm. use Acuity Scheduling and I just love that platform and the breadth of uh, tools that they have within that one platform to be able to accept payment auto schedule with clients, keep track of the number of sessions that they have left and so forth. So there are a lot of different tools out there that you can use, and it can be quite overwhelming to dig through them. So the the process that I recommend is to think about, okay, what is it that you're trying to do, right? Think about what you need a tool to do before you start shopping around, and then go and find maybe the top three tools, assess them, make your decision, and don't look back. Use it for three yeah. to six months, and then if you're really finding some challenges or, um, or you know some some areas kind of, of weakness within the program, missing. yeah, then you can then you can go back to the drawing board. But you know, I think taking that first step, taking that next step, is half the battle.
0: Yeah, and I think it's also important not to go down the. The, into the vortex of and never come out again because we can be looking at these things for an eternity, you know. You can spend hours looking into all of the different options and I think at some point you just have to put aside a couple of hours at some point that you are going to start You and the goal of that couple of hours is to come out the other end with a really clear vision as to which of these Uh, You'll go ahead and use in the future. So, whether it's Asana or whether it's Trello or whether it's Acuity or whether it's Dubsado. Um, And then the next thing, I guess, also is when sometimes it's really hard just to get your head around these programs. I use Dubsado and I love it, but I've got to say that it was, I did have a hard time getting my head around it to start with. And so, what I did was reach out and invested in some support. So, that might then really nicely lead into the next topic that we want to talk about Rachel which is the fact that you have mentioned to me that you attribute a lot of your success to investing in support and investing in other people to help you out along the way so
1: that might be a good way
0: to get talking about that one
1: Yes, absolutely. And when you were talking about Dubsado or choosing any of these platforms, it did have me also thinking about, you know, being part of a circle of support or having an accountability partner or a coach or somebody that you can ask these questions to and or thought partner with other people who may have used these tools is a great way to just get some firsthand experience from or you know hear some firsthand experience from people who are using them on the ground level and then use that to inform your decision so i mean i really believe that investing in our own development is one of the best ways to get ahead and and there are multiple ways to invest, right? So there's investment of money. So like hiring a coach, a business coach like I am, I myself have hired a business coach or hiring people to support various areas of the business. So like I've already mentioned, hiring a copywriter, hiring a virtual assistant, hiring a website um, support person. But the other kind of support that I've invested in is in time. You know, you mentioned at the beginning that we were accountability partners for a while working across the pond. And when the time difference did become a little bit much, we kind of scaled that back. But I have another accountability partner as well that I meet with every single week. And it is a big chunk of time. We spend 90 minutes together. So it's a huge investment of time. But finding somebody who can be your thought partner, your accountability partner, hold you accountable to your own goals, help you move further into them, somebody who's potentially two to five steps ahead of you in the specific areas that you're looking to grow, and then also you're two to five steps ahead of them in the areas that they're looking to grow. So it is a bit of this magic recipe and finding that special person. With whom you can spend that time and really focus on each other and supporting each other and building, building from where you are. Yeah, it's it's it's
0: invaluable. And so, just to be clear, you don't you don't pay the person that you're meeting with every week, and they don't pay you. It's it is just a um, a friendly accountability partner. Absolutely, working with Rage. Yeah, yeah. I mean.
1: The rewards are huge, right? She's not paying me, but gosh, it's like a big hot love fest. We get off the phone or, you know, off our Zoom call on Tuesday afternoons. And every single week we are just pouring over each other, thanking each other for the opportunity to to help each other along. It's amazing. The power of that is amazing.
0: Yeah, so for anyone that's out there listening that feels that they need some support, that they need some help, it's it's actually so worthwhile to just have a think about who it is that you could reach out to, who you could connect with, who else might be sitting there and having the same issues and experiencing the same sort of um, blocks that you might be that can help you just start getting things done. It's, a, it's an invaluable process to go through and I highly recommend it. And then there are also the paid versions. So you can, you know, if you're looking at a paid business coach, I personally, or a paid business consultant, I'm a business profit coach and I have had business coaches for years. For years we've been working with business coaches. And I, I have to say that any of the times that we have not had a business coach, things just flatline in our yes. business.
1: Yes, I've experienced that as well. So either from the business coaching side or from the accountability side, not having one or the other is when my business is flatlined as well. So yeah. as long as I'm investing in myself, and I was I was recently at a crossroads where I was questioning whether or not I wanted to work with another business coach at this time. and And what I got to thinking about was the difference between Hiring somebody and finding that accountability partner. What I was looking for was really more of that ongoing um, that ongoing accountability, the person who's going to encourage me to keep moving forward, give me ideas, um, help me celebrate different things, sort of push me in a, in a way, right? I wasn't looking for a step-by-step process. And I think if you're looking to specifically learn something and walk through a step-by-step process, you're looking for a coach or a consultant. That's what that's mm-hmm. what the time is. Also, if you're looking for um, some experience or learning or process that's going to be um, definitive in, in a specific period of time, then that's a coach or a consultant, right? I was looking for ongoing support and accountability, and so thus I knew that I didn't need to pay somebody for that. I needed to find the right partner to go through that with. Mm,
0: yeah, and that's such an important point to make. For you to get the most out of your investment and for your business to get the most out of the investment, then you really have to have that that clarity around what it is that you are looking for in the investment so if you're thinking that marketing is holding you back then maybe you need a really good solid marketing consultant that feels right for you and if it's if it's your website that's holding you back then maybe we need to just pull up stops and say okay I need to invest in a good website person to just come in and take care of this thing let's get this done and dusted and eight weeks we'll be that problem will be done and out of the way. So I guess it's about looking at where your business is at that point in time and looking at where you want to be. And this is where your goal setting comes in, you know, looking at where you want to be in six months time. And what what's the one key missing factor that you need to take you to that next level?
1: Absolutely. You said that so succinctly
0: yeah and it's it's something that I know you feel really strongly about it's something that I feel really strongly about as well but reaching out and connecting with other people, whether they're paid or whether they're not paid, whether they're a friend or they're an acquaintance. Either way, it just doesn't matter as long as you're connecting with people and as long as you're learning something from somebody else. And it also actually helps, I find, and I think you'll feel the same way, Rach, is when you are helping somebody else, when you're helping lift somebody else's business, that in itself, that whole experience Lifts you as a business owner, does
1: oh, that make sense?: Absolutely. When I say that my accountability partner doesn't pay me, it feels as if she does because I feel so lifted, I feel so filled, you know full of full of gratitude that I could that I could create space to give her the support, that I could give her um, some ideas and suggestions that would help power her forward. It's so gratifying.
0: Yeah. yeah, you give and you give her confidence to move forward, and she gives you confidence in the to know that the advice that you're giving, that you are capable, that you can you can lift somebody else's business. and it's such a nice feeling to be able to just help somebody else move forward through a particular issue that they're having.
1: Absolutely. And you can find these people anywhere. If Jen and I can meet across the pond, you can find your person anywhere. Absolutely. And it really is just a matter of taking some of those social media conversations that we're having and making them more personal, hopping on a call with people one-on-one, getting to know each other. And with time, I believe that that accountability partner will reveal herself.
0: That's right. Yeah. it that is exactly what happens. And I think that's what happened with you and I when we were first talking on social media. It was I was not the kind of person that would reach out necessarily and DM somebody and neither were you. I think at the time we were both sort of, oh, we don't really do this, but (laughs) it kind of just felt right, didn't it? Is that right?
1: It was a funny first date, wasn't it?
0: (laughs) It was, it was. We were both a little bit awkward and a little bit cautious, but it just kind of felt right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, what interested me about you was the topic of the work that you're doing and- I thought, gosh, I'd love to learn more about what's going on in your sandbox. You know, talking Mm -hmm. about profit and working with small business owners to help them increase their profit has such alignment with the work I'm doing. And so I think, you know, for your listeners, it is looking at, well, who else is out there doing something that overlaps with my sandbox, right? We don't need to be playing in the same place, but um, somebody somebody that sort of piques your interest, you want to learn more about. And I think that's just where the conversation starts. And then you never know where it will go from there.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's a beautiful way to end it. Thank you so much, Rachel, for Thank coming you, on the Jen. show. I have just loved having you here. Now, where can people find you? Have you got, would you like to put out your
1: website? Tell us where
0: people can find you.
1: Sure. I'm at Real Impact com And that's R E L because it's my initials. And then we're on Facebook and Instagram at Real Impact as well. Great. I'm going
0: to put all of those links in the show notes below. So, Real Impact, R E L Impact.com is where you'll find Rachel. Rach, you have a free Facebook group that people can join up to, too. Is that right?
1: We do. It's called the Real Community. So, if you find me on yeah. Facebook, then you'll be able to join the community.
0: Yeah, it's a great community too. So I highly, highly recommend you all jumping on and checking out Rachel. She's a great person doing some great things and, yeah, I look forward to seeing where to next for Rachel Lubchansky. Thanks Thanks so much for coming on, Rach, and wherever you are listening in the world, have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Simply Smarter Numbers. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new shows every week. And I'd love to hear from you. Come and join the conversation online. You'll find Simply Smarter Numbers on Instagram, Facebook, and more. Just head to simplysmarternumbers.com and you'll find all that you need there. Simply Smarter Numbers is dedicated to you getting the results that you deserve in your business and I'm honoured that you tuned in.